EWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. And hello and welcome to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, Lionel Shipman. So good to be here tonight and thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I want to give a huge shout out and a huge thank you to all of my regular listeners. Thank you so much for listening in week after week, month after month, and year after year. Uh, Very excited that uh, we've... I guess, crossed the two and a half years uh, of doing this show, so I'm very thankful for that. I want to give a huge shout-out and a huge thank you for all of my new listeners for tuning in tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in, and hopefully you will become a regular listener going forward. And most importantly, I want to thank God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. Now, for all my new listeners My radio show is a financial and life empowerment show focusing in on improving your financial outlooks. But it doesn't stop there. I'm here to give you some life lessons. That means educating you in the other important areas of life, mind, body, and spirit, to help you live life to the fullest. So here in a nutshell, I'm here to help you. Now, knowing that we are in uh, this wonderful month of April April is uh, uh, National Financial Literacy Month. Uh, we're celebrating it all month long. This is a, uh, a month. I call it dedicated to all of us financial educators out there across the board. Uh, this is something, a month that's set aside where we can push the importance of financial literacy and hopefully be able to educate and teach people how to establish and maintain healthy financial habits. So we're very happy for this particular month. I want to take just a brief moment, and uh, I want us, as I've done uh, on a previous show, with all this going on with the coronavirus crisis, uh, please let us all keep uh, uh, all of our loved ones uh, in prayer. Uh, Keep those that have been affected directly Uh, that have lost loved ones and friends, keep them in our prayers. Make sure we keep our frontline workers, all of our medical professionals, uh, health uh, professionals, keep them in our prayers. And those that are serving our communities, keep them in our prayers as well. And let's make sure that we are following the CDC guidelines, keeping our hands washed, keeping our faces covered. Uh, Let's try to do what we can individually Uh, and from a uh, community to see if we can flatten this uh, curve where we can stop the spread of this virus and 
hopefully and prayerfully, uh, we can come up with a vaccine and with remedies that can totally eliminate this from our our country and from the world. So let's make sure we keep those all in prayer and, and be safe out there. I know that a lot of uh, some of the states are considering reopening. Uh, my advice to everyone, be safe and do what's in your best interest for you and your family. So, all right. Uh, like I said, we're celebrating financial literacy this month, and I have a very uh, special guest tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about financial literacy, but we're also going to be talking about how she is spreading financial literacy to the masses and in particularly to uh, women. So uh, stay tuned for that segment. Uh, if you haven't purchased my new book, my book is called Money Responsibly. Uh, very fortunate to uh, get this book done. This is my second book. My first book was Sacred Vows. is a relationship communication book. But this is where uh, Money Responsibly is, is the I guess the foundation of what I do, my passion, and that's helping people with their finances. So you can catch, uh, you can get my book on Amazon, or you can go to my website at shipmentconsulting.com, and you can get you an autograph or request an autograph copy. It's the same price, but uh, I have plenty of people, a number of people that have been asking, how can I get an autograph copy? So if you go to my website at shipmentconsulting.com, Dot com. Go to the Contact Us page and submit your request that you would like to get an autographed copy, and we will get you uh, directions and get a copy in your hand. So I uh, would greatly appreciate that. And tonight, uh, the, if you had any questions or comments uh, during our uh, session tonight, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. You can call in uh, with your questions and or your comments. Or if you just want to call in and listen that way, we're perfectly fine with that. Uh, Just to let you know, you can listen to all of my shows on demand. Uh, We're on other platforms uh, uh, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So you can listen to any of the past shows, but you can also go to my website at shipmentconsulting.com. I've created a page dedicated to the radio show. And it's a great gallery of all the past guests that we have had here, all the different topics that we have been able to address. So, so many ways that you can listen to the show uh, at your leisure. And a lot of us have a lot of leisure time right now because a lot of us are at home, are working out of our home. So, uh, so make sure you check that, check out my past programs. So let's get started. Tonight, my guest is, uh, as she described, she is a money nerd well-being addict, and a lover of all things chocolate. I'm going to have to ask her a question about that, all things chocolate. Uh, She's also the founder of Wise Money Women, an empowerment and education platform, unapologetically crazy about getting women fearless and confident about their finances. When she isn't helping women master their money and transform their lives, she's hanging with her family, making memories, and taking walks pretty much everywhere. And you can connect with her on her fa- on all of her favorite uh, social media platforms at Wise Money Women. That is at Wise Money Women. And get her best tr- tips, tricks, and strategies for effectively managing money at her website at www.wisemoneywomen.com. Let's welcome to the show tonight, Miss Jordan Wells. 
Hello, Jordan. Welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Hi, Lenel. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's good to have a fellow financial educator here on the show. I uh, love having, I put it like this, I love having somebody to talk to as opposed to doing solo shows with just me talking. So I'm glad to have you here tonight. Yeah, I'm now, totally us, excited to be here. Good. Now tell us about this. You like, you, you're a lover of all things chocolate. So what type of chocolate? Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? What type of chocolate are you talking about? Oh, I love dark chocolate. Love, love, love. The darker, richer it is, the better. Wow. So. Well, see, you and, my, you and my daughter can get along extremely well. She, she, she's a lover of all things dark chocolate. <laughs> ah. It's a perfect. It's a perfect setting for everything. Nuts, fruit, everything. Oh wow! See, I'm just a straight milk chocolate. I can't do the dark chocolate. I, yeah, yeah. Well, but it's still chocolate, so that's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. You're you're still in the family. <laughs> okay, good, good. Thank you. Now, I have to say, I find it very, very interesting uh, that it wasn't necessarily in your bio. But you are an engineer by profession, but you are yeah. money nerd, yeah, by, by passion. Now, can you kind of shed some light on being an engineer by profession and being a money nerd by passion? Can you kind of enlighten us with your story? Oh, yeah. I started out in high school loving finances. I loved money from the first assignment I got where we had to look at the books of a company and to kind of figure out what they were doing and where they were going. And so when I went to college, I studied economics, which is, you know, how a country or an organization will use their limited resources. And then I minored in sociology, which is all about human behavior. So that marrying between uh, financial decisions and uh, how that impacts what we do and how what we do impacts how we spend our money was just huge for me. And I just loved that idea of putting those two together. But then when I graduated, it was right at the beginning of the Great Recession. So um, it's really hard to find a finance job when the financial sector is pretty much imploding on itself. And so luckily and thankfully, I had interned at a bank over the summer and they had a technology position available and they were willing to train me. And so I took the job and I found that I loved it so much, but I ended up doing my master's in computer science. And so I kind of lived in the IT world for a long time. Um, But, you know, your your passions never really, they never really die. They kind of just go dormant for a while. (laughs) And so it had been dormant for a while. And then I got into these transitions of life, uh, changing jobs, getting married, uh, having kids, trying to buy a house. And it kind of brought it right back up to the surface. And so um, I, I really started to get deep into to personal again and just found that there, was, there wasn't what I was looking for. A lot of people talked about couponing and saving money for women, and I just wanted more. And so all the women I was talking to, my friends, my family, were having the same stories. So that's kind of how I got more back into it and, and decided it was time to, to take that passion and go that dual route that I'm kind of in now. So. Fantastic. Uh, I, of course, I love, and people sometimes look at me strange because uh, when, when I tell people that I live, breathe, and sleep uh, finance, 
and I can sit and watch, um, you know, the, any type of finance, uh, financial channel, the news about finance, business. I can watch it every day and night. And, of course, my, my kids think that I'm completely weird. And uh, I, I tried to steer them toward the uh, finance field, but, you know, it's a special breed of us that are out there. Mm-hmm. And I love what mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> yeah. And plus, plus it's, nice it's, it's very – get into it. Exactly. Plus, plus it's so important. I'm not, hey, I'm not knocking anybody else's profession out there, but uh, there's nothing like uh, a topic like finances and money because uh, you've heard the term uh, money makes the world go round and round on several occasions. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but we know that money and finances affects almost every area uh, of our lives. Absolutely. And it, it's so good to have another voice uh, uh, meeting the needs out there of people. So thank you so much for what you're doing and what you're continually to do uh, for the masses out here. So now seeing that we are celebrating financial literacy uh, month this month, can you please share s- some of your thoughts around financial literacy and why uh, you think that it's important? Oh yeah. Uh, financial literacy is, is absolutely important uh, to everyone uh, because it's the foundation, uh, you cannot open a door that you don't know exists. So it's important for us to be able to understand uh, our finances. We use it every day, uh, even those of us who, you know, we might feel like we, we don't want to think about money, and it's so hard and it's, it's uh, troubling for us to do it, but we use it all the time. Every single day we're buying something or paying a bill or, or something, and when we understand our finances better, no one can pull a wool over our eyes. Uh, no one can tell us the sky is orange because we can, you know, see it for ourselves. So we will know what's right, what works for us. And financial literacy is so much more than just understanding savings and stocks or something like that. Because I believe firmly that all of us have some basic knowledge of financial literacy. So we all know we need to um, spend less than we earn. We know that it's important to pay down our debt. All of us know that, but we don't all do it. And that's the part that a lot of people forget about when we think about financial literacy. It's experiences and it's behaviors and it's creating systems to be able to ensure that we will create those good money habits that will solidify our foundation and be able to set us up for financial success and future success um, just altogether. So uh, it's, it's incredibly important for us to be able to, to know our finances and to understand uh, what things mean in terms of savings and interest. But more importantly, beyond just knowing the basics, it's also uh, understanding our behaviors and creating those good money habits and what are good money habits and what works for us and when we should do them uh, is, is incredibly important. And we, we need that. We don't teach it in schools, and it, it ends up getting us to a bad place if we don't learn it. So, absolutely. Yes, uh, I, I concur 100%. Uh, and I like to – I know over the years I've uh, learned to focus a lot on the behavior and ha- uh, habit as- uh, aspects of financial literacy. Uh, you know, our mindset uh, is, is set forth somehow – and it originated somehow, and I look back over my life, you know, when I you know, was first, quote-unquote, introduced to money, and going through college, I've talked about this on my show, I had 
tons of, of credit card debt when I came out of college because I was basically ignorant to uh, how to use a credit card and what it was for. And But thank God that I got into banking and I learned better and started doing what I'm doing now, uh, teaching it and living it firsthand. And you're right, having that foundation set and then building upon that foundation and then be able to even carry it to the next generation or to someone else, that is what we're here for. So uh, thank you for uh, uh, sharing that information. Now tell us a little bit about your platform, uh, Wise Money Women. I know that primary focus is uh, on women, but uh, can you share with us what, how you came about with that platform and what, what you do through that platform? Oh, yeah, I would love to. Um, so Wise Money Women, uh, as you said earlier, is it's a financial education and empowerment platform that helps millennial women master their finances and ultimately transform their lives. So similar to many other like financial education platforms, we teach the tips and the tools and the strategies and the basics to get you to have a good foundation of personal finance knowledge. But we go beyond that because we help women to identify what the goals are that they want for their lives. What do they want the lives of their lives and the lives of their families to look like? We help them to understand what are the right decisions for them because personal finance as you know is extremely personal and there are no blanket answers uh, for what you should be doing it really depends on what's going on with you your personality uh, what your goals are and so we spend a lot of time to help women to get that confidence in being able to make decisions that are right for them we, we help them to work on creating those healthy financial habits, and more importantly, we get those systems in place so that they're able to uh, keep to those habits and be able to ultimately reach your financial goals. And okay. we work a lot with millennial women because we're in that transition period of life. As I said earlier in my own, I ended up in transition and got thrown back into money. A lot of millennial women were either on the younger end where we're just starting our careers or you're on the older end like myself and you know you're thinking of the house and the job and kids and all of that and these times in those transition periods can make or break your finances it can mean financial peace and a goal in retirement or it can mean headache and stress and just a lot more problems than we need and we have a lot of other things that we're working on so uh, wise Money Women help to, to make those money conversations a lot easier. We help to create this environment where you feel supported and that they can ask those questions, even if it's the kind of taboo secret ones that you don't think that anybody would ever ask. You can ask those questions here because the goal is to get women to feel confident, to ask the hard questions, to have the hard conversations, to have the right mindset that will, will help them to be successful. So that's what we do. Okay, cool. Now, uh, what do you see as the biggest challenge then for women regarding money management? Oh, goodness. Uh, we have so many issues that women face right now. And, <laughs> you know, I know you know them. So, you know, we make 80 cents <laughs> on the dollar. So it's worse yeah. for women of color. We have the debt gap where we're, we have two-thirds of the student loan debt. That's nearly $900 billion, right? And, you know, we have an investment gap where we don't invest as much as men, so we don't get, you know, as good a returns. Our money don't last as long. And then, of course, we're living longer, you know, so it's great. All these problems together compound to just mean that we earn less, we pay more in debt, and we have less money. 
And wow. it might seem like one of those is the biggest challenge, but the biggest challenge I see is that we don't have confidence to believe that we can do it. We don't think that we can, mm. we can tackle these problems, and we don't believe that we can effectively manage our money. We constantly hear whenever folks talk to women about money, they focus on couponing. They focus on saving. And mm. I love saving money. Don't get me wrong. I love couponing. Right. I love saving money. But yeah. the problem is that that alone is not enough. Like, we are not going to be able to coupon or make our own detergent our way to a good retirement. And we don't believe that we're able to tackle those hard conversations. And we don't ask the questions because we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust our knowledge, and we don't trust that we can do it. And so um, that comes with getting education. It comes with understanding yourself and your goals and what you want. And it comes with having that confidence with your finances. And there's a study that Elvis did that showed that women feel more confident. The thing that makes us more confident with our finances than anything else isn't a supportive spouse or parents that are supportive. It's not any of that or, or being or feeling confident in our job. It's feeling that we have financial goals and that we're going to hit them. Feeling like we're making moves towards our financial future. That's what gives us confidence. And that's what's going to make us tackle our debt. And that's what's going to make us ask for a raise at work. And that's what's going to tell us that we know enough. And if we don't know, we can get the help to invest so that our funds will last longer. So for me, I believe it's, it's confidence being able to know that we can, we can do this, like we're capable of handling our finances and doing it well, I think is, is the, biggest, the biggest challenge. Cool, great, thank you. Now, uh, let's, I guess, point it towards you then uh, a little bit more. What, what has been your biggest struggle or either biggest success with money, just as a personal testimony, a personal ah. story? Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, my biggest struggle that I had with money was thinking that all my problems that I had was because I didn't earn enough. Ah. So I had gotten into a lot of credit card debt when I was in college uh, trying to figure these things out because, you know, I, I, w- I grew up in Jamaica. I came to school in college and, my parents had already ingrained in me about saving, but, um, yeah, I, I didn't know anything. So I didn't know you were supposed to keep your Social Security number a secret. I didn't know how credit worked. I didn't know right. any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I got myself in a little bit of trouble. I got, kind gotcha. of got myself in a lot of trouble. And um, I thought that, well, if I had more money, then I wouldn't have debt. And if I had more money, then... You know, I, I, my credit score would be better and all these other amazing things. The world was going to open up and there were going to be angels singing and everything was going to be great as soon as I made more money. Ah, right. But, you know, you can't out-earn bad habits. And I didn't have good financial habits at the time. I didn't realize how to, you know, effectively manage my money. I had that scarcity mindset that my parents had taught me about, you know, money is hard to make and it's easy to lose. 
and that, you know, investing was like gambling. So I had all those things in my head, and then I ended up making things worse, well, better worse, because I married someone who was the complete opposite of me. So I was incredibly risk-averse, and he was very aggressive when it came on to taking risks and, you know, just believing that, you know, we have this abundant world, and that was very difficult for me. Wow. And um, now I've kind of learned, we, we've gotten to a happy place where he has helped me so much um, in terms of changing my mindset and, you know, seeing that I, I can't effectively manage my finances if I know what I want and I am clear about my goals on what I really want, not what society tells me I want or right. not what the ad on TV tells me I need, but if I am yep. clear in what I want and use my money consciously that gets me the things where I want to go or gets me the things I want or puts me on the path where I want to go and the things I don't care about, I just dump them. I can have the lifestyle that I'm looking for and I don't need to work harder and work more hours and make more money and do all these things. I can use my finances well to reach my goals and that was huge. So it was just changing that mindset of I need more, 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 more. Uh, I, I could get, once I got past that, um, it, it just transformed my life. So I guess that's my biggest struggle that turned into um, my biggest success was, you know, turning that mindset around where it's just an external thing. Of course, to a certain point, you know, if you can't pay your bills and you get more money, then of course that will right. solve some of your problems. But that by itself was not enough. Um, so. And that, that's yeah. a good lesson. A great story, great personal story. I mean, you're right. It's a, a struggle and success all in one, uh, all in one. I, I wrote down, I have a, uh, as, as I often do, as guests are talking, I'm making notes from uh, uh, what you say. <clears throat> I love what you said. Uh, you, you made a statement. You can't earn bad habits. Uh, do, you, do you mind if I can use that in the future? <laughs> I love oh, that. Do. Yeah. That is that is absolutely I mean that is that is on point with a whole lot of people. You can't out earn bad habits because regardless if you're making, you know, fifty thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars, if you have bad spending habit, bad money habits, you can never make enough money to overcome because you're you're gonna if you're wasteful, I would use the scripture. If you basically if you're wasteful with a little, you're gonna be wasteful with a lot. And until mm-hmm, you change mm-hmm. your mindset, until you change your mindset, change your life, change your your behaviors, that's when things change with you uh, with, uh, with money. Now, uh, uh, Jordan, I have a I look like I have a few callers here. Do you mind if I te- see if we have a question or two? Let's see. Hold oh, on. Yes, please. Oh, okay, perfect. Uh, the let's see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call out the last four numbers of your phone number, and if you can please give me your name, where you're calling from, and your question or comment. Uh, The last four numbers, 9608. If you have a question or comment for me or for my guest, please do so at this time. My name is Tyrone Shipman, your brother, and I'm calling. I have a question pertaining to how, Ms. Wells, how you reach younger women because i'm trying to reach uh women i'm trying to reach men as well but women are really really younger women is who i'm trying to teach as well as my older grown children 
That's a good question before she answered that. Thank you, my brother Tyrone, by the way. Now, this was not, hey, this was not planned, so it, it caught me by surprise. Thank you, Tyrone, for calling me. Okay, Jordan, go ahead and ask that question. I think especially when uh, you're talking to younger women, it's important to spend a lot of time listening. So you have to give them the opportunity to express to you what are the fears or what are the stressors or the struggles that they're having? Because it can be difficult when you try to teach or try to, to lead in a direction and folks aren't really there yet. You have to meet people where they are. And so um, spending a lot of time listening to what their concerns are and starting there is, is always a great um, way to be able to kind of connect with folks. And especially with anyone, really, uh, women that are older, too, it's easier to talk with them about retirement because that's what we know is heavily on our minds. Uh, but definitely when it comes on to talking with folks, you have to start with listening. Uh, I think women just like people to listen anyway. <laughs> but that's a good place to start. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Good. All right. Well, th- hey, thank you, Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, All right. Good, good. All right. Let's continue our conversation then, uh, Jordan. I have, um, let's see, a couple more questions I'd like to ask. Now, seeing that we are in the current crisis right now where basically everyone is being affected in some form or fashion, can you please share some financial tips uh, with my listeners tonight uh, to hopefully help them during the the current crisis that we're in right now? Any financial tips? Uh, Sure. I think specifically in this season that we're going through, um, we might all have started out with the the state of thinking that we need to panic because we're not sure what's happening. But over the course of the last few weeks, we've all kind of settled into what is, I I hate to say, a new normal. (laughs) But we're starting to, to kind of figure out what we're doing and and where we're going to be going. And I think it's really important for us to focus right now specifically on building up those reserves. So if you don't already have an emergency fund, now is the time to really be saving and really be putting those funds aside in case you might need them. So if you haven't been impacted so far and you're still working, and uh, that's wonderful, but if there's a possibility that later on you might not end up in a favorable situation with your position, then you want to make sure that you're going to be able to maintain the lifestyle that you're at. So the most important thing to start with is saving is incredibly important. And then another thing that folks will want to do right now is to get very, very intimately acquainted with your cash flow. So you want to know how much is coming in You want to be very clear with how much is going out on your expenses. And then you want to work on getting those expenses as lean as you possibly can, which is good money habits in general. So you want to pick up the phone and, you know, make those phone calls and to find out what you can get for a a, a lower number. So if it's utilities in terms of like your phone bill or cable or something like that, you want to start getting those bills down. And another thing that folks will want to focus on right now in this season is to not make long-term decisions based off of a short-term situation. So we don't know how long this is going to last for. 
uh, a lot of states are having those conversations about opening up and, and we're, we're starting to try and get back to where we were before, but we just don't know. And it's really important for us to not make uh, decisions that might leave us in a really hard time if things end up not moving as fast as we planned or as fast as we thought. And then finally, one thing that we'll want to, to, to keep in mind during this season right now is to have that faith over fear. So um, it's important for us to remember that this too will pass. It's important for us to remember yeah. that um, we've been through a lot. There's been the Great Recession. There's been economic downturns. Uh, there's been depressions, all these things that have happened from a financial perspective with the markets and the, the U.S. economy, and we've overcome them. And so um, we need to be able to have faith in ourselves that we're able to make it through this time. We need to have faith that uh, there is going to be more beyond this. And it's really important for us to remember that um, it's not just about right now. So it feels hard. There's a lot of anxiety right now. There's a lot of confusion right now. Um, but don't let that uh, put you in a place where you feel like you're unable to, to move forward. So just do the best that you can now and also remember that there'll be life after this. Amen to that. Great tips. Thank you, by the way. Very good tips. So um, as we are coming down um, uh, to the end of our show tonight, what what are you doing uh I say over the next three to six months, uh, anything new that you'll be doing uh, with your platform or just in general? Kind of share with us anything uh, that you'll be putting on, anything like that in the next three to six months? Sure. So we are actually in the process of relaunching our website, so that will be done in the next few days or so. So we encourage folks to come on and take a look and, and check us out at wisemoneywomen.com. And uh, we always have uh, different training sessions, training Tuesdays in our Facebook group. That is also called Live Money Women. That's on Facebook. And we ask folks to kind of come in and join and um, get an opportunity to get more strategies, tools, to get hands-on training. And then, of course, to be surrounded by a number of supportive women that are also on the same type of journey that are working towards getting our, our finances better. And uh, that's what we kind of have going on for now, and as we get more things and we have new courses and, and tools that we're bringing out, we put those out on the website and we put them on the Facebook group and we let folks know so that they're able to join in and learn and, you know, share their experiences and their knowledge with us too. Good, perfect. Now, you're also, I know that the way I met you was through uh, LinkedIn, and you, I have to say, very uh, knowledgeable, thought-provoking uh, posting that you do on LinkedIn. Uh, if you, if you can, all of you out there that's listening, if you can definitely connect uh, with Jordan on LinkedIn, if you're there on the professional site, the uh, professional site LinkedIn, definitely connect with her. She has a very good uh, postings uh, uh, that's financial related. So I have to say, and this this is for the masses, not just for women. I mean, it's just great financial information. So. I just I just kind of want to give that plug, <laughs> but uh, so <laughs> now let's see now so you are on all social media platforms. Yep. We okay. Do post Perfect. Out on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, of course, which you mentioned. So we are on Pinterest. We're everywhere. Oh, perfect. 
See, I'm like an everywhere person. <laughs> ah. <laughs> good, good. Perfect, perfect. Well, I have to say this time went by rather fast, but I, I thank you so much, Jordan, for the time tonight and just sharing. I mean, definitely your personal story, uh, struggle slash success story, but also sharing um, a knowledge uh, regarding financial literacy, financial tips, and uh, knowing that you have a platform uh, to help inspire and help instill confidence and knowledge uh, with women. So thank you so much for being here tonight. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's great to talk money with a fellow money nerd enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, we will have to do this again, too. Um, if you don't mind, um, I, I would love to have, it, have you to come back here on the show. Oh, yes, please. I'd love to. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I have to say, uh, uh, I, I share with uh, all my listeners, I share with Jordan something that uh, my family and I uh, did a couple of weeks ago uh, with all the things that are going on with the news. And it's, it's, it, it could be sometimes even depressing to hear, but at the same time, we know that it's real. But at the same time, again, we need to have some time of peace. We need to have some time of play, uh, seeing that we're here in our homes. So my wife came up with the idea, and hopefully some of you that are listening, maybe you can do this, uh, just something different there in your household. My wife came up with the idea of uh, going a whole day without mentioning, without talking about the coronavirus crisis. That means no, don't try not to watch any news, don't do any reading, don't talk about, don't discuss, don't bring up. See if you can do that exercise uh, in your household for a full day. And those that break the rules, they have to put some money on the counter. Uh, We did a dollar here in our home, and unfortunately, I lost big time because I had to pay the most because I kept running my mouth about what was going on in the world. But uh, it was a great exercise that was, it was actually very relieving uh, to not uh, talk about what is going on uh, regarding the crisis. So just, just a little exercise that I encourage all of you to at least try. Uh, it's definitely been beneficial here in our home to have a time of getaway from all this going on and then, uh, we actually took the money and actually went out and got some ice cream from it. But I'm the one that lost. I had to pay the most. So, But it was all fun, though. Just wanted to kind of put that out there to everyone. So thanks again, uh, Jordan, for being here as a guest on the show. Yep. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. You're welcome. Be safe, you and your family, by the way. And I want to say then that's a wrap tonight. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. You can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you haven't touched base with me on social media, you can catch me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel of which I need to do better in. But I do have some great uh, uh, videos learning videos out there. I have a great uh, student success video series. I did about four or five videos, uh, definitely for uh, high school students, touching on a 
a lot of good professional type topics. Uh, I would I would encourage all you parents uh, in, uh, to have your high school students to listen in on those videos, the student success videos that I did uh, a couple of years ago. But I do have some other videos out there, uh, some learning videos as well. So, uh, but you can also visit my website at shipmanconsulting.com. Uh, like I said, for all information regarding the radio show as well as all the other things that I'm doing. And uh, don't forget uh, my new book, Money Responsibly. You can get it on Amazon, or you can request an autographed copy on my website at shipmentconsulting.com. Click on the Contact Us page, and we will make sure that we get a copy of the book in your hand. Now, before we go, I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully. Spend carefully and invest wisely. All right. Like I always do, we have to go out with a little bit of smooth jazz music. Catch this tune by Mr. Nick Coleon. We'll talk with you next week. Take care, everyone. <laughs>